0: Hello, everybody. My name is Anne Teato, and welcome to the Psychic Matters Podcast, episode number 26. What a year it's been, full of challenges for absolutely everybody. And I think the big lesson that we're all taking away from this year is that we've learned how important we all are to each other. 2021 looks like it could be another very challenging year, especially in the first half, and to not just get through it, but to thoroughly enjoy it and all the potential it holds for good times and adventures, learning, excitement, love and friendships, gatherings and separations. We each need to be mentally ready. In this episode, I've drawn upon advice from some of the world's greatest leaders, high achievers and warriors. That's warrior, not worrier. (laughs) Let's all toughen our mindset, learn how to adapt quickly to every new circumstance and refocus on our goals and on what we want to bring into our lives so that we can each enjoy every moment of the next 12 months. Let's talk first about mindset and self-worth. Cultivating mental resilience provides you with an incredible advantage. Building up your ability to stick it out whilst those around you give way, you're setting yourself up for success. Be like the Navy SEALs. Don't quit. Winston Churchill famously advised, if you're going through hell, keep going. But how do we keep going when life is really challenging? Simple. The key is this. Don't anticipate future failure. Decide right in the here and now that you won't quit. Decision made. And now there's no wooliness, there's no wonder if you might or worry if you can't. You've drawn a line in the sand. You've made your decision. The future for all of us, it does hold pain. It does hold loss and grief and sickness and separation. It does hold huge disappointments, like here in the UK when Christmas was cancelled by our government with just seven hours notice and we all ranted and raved and shook our fists and cried, especially me. And we spoke of our losses to anyone and everyone who would listen to us. But there's the thing. We're not trying to be free of our stuff. We're trying to justify keeping it. The quicker we can accept the change in circumstances, any circumstances, the quicker we can let go of any anger or pain or loss around it. And we can accept that this is the new now and we can advance in that direction with the least pain possible. There is suffering in the holding on, suffering in the wishing that things were different Suffering in the gossiping with other people and getting them to indulge you in allowing you to express your anger and your pain and your disbelief. All that just generates more pain and keeps you wallowing in your anger and your sadness. It's the lack of acceptance that holds all of our pain. Decide now to keep going. Decide now that you have ultimate confidence in your own abilities and that you can do more than you even think you can do, despite any mental or physical challenges that might come your way this year. Use your power of choice in the now to decide that you can make it through even the most challenging of times. And to quote Henry Ford, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right what is inside of you? Not every activity is meant to be fun. Not every day is meant to be fun. If we want to achieve something, we're going to have to put the work in. And if you think about the work required to get to where you want to go is something you don't even want to think about, then you're setting yourself up to fail. But don't fail. Set yourself up to succeed. To succeed you decide that you will put yourself through discomfort and that discomfort is good. Honour the struggle. Don't moan or complain about it. The challenge that requires struggle forges in you a better skill set and more mastery and a better ability to serve others. Force your brain to operate in suffer mode. Say to yourself, this is what we do now. It's just a step on the road to reaching your goal. Feel victory by putting yourself into battle. You won't get tough in a comfortable environment. You need discomfort to grow and expand. So welcome it. Embrace it. Make discomfort your friend. If you're afraid of pain, you will try harder to protect yourself from it. We have to learn to transcend the tendency to avoid pain. Let it pass through you. Allow yourself to feel it and then relax and breathe deeply. Pain is the price of freedom. Our thoughts, what are they? They're just energy. Your beliefs are clusters of your thoughts that have built up momentum over time. Take a good long look at your beliefs. Where did they come from? Did they originate from you or from your parents or from society? Limited beliefs come from fear. Ask yourself, where did you learn to feel fear? Decide not to fight with life. Realize and accept that life is not under your control. Our most primal energy flow is the survival instinct. Growth happens when there's only one of you inside. There's not a part that is scared and a part that is protecting that part that is scared. All parts of you are unified. The minute you feel yourself getting defensive, stop. Let go. Breathe. The thoughts you predominantly think dictate the reality you experience refocus your mind on what feels good. Don't allow your ego to talk you out of receiving or say you're not skilled enough or you're not good enough. We're not here to remain small. Focus on your goals this year. What are they? How are you serving the world? Or how would you like to serve the world? What does the world need that your talent can provide? You can't live someone else's dream. You can't be anyone you want to be. You have to be you. I've said it before. I'll say it again. If you don't live your dreams, someone else will hire you to make theirs come true. What are you starving for in your life? Are you starving nutritionally, mentally, emotionally or spiritually? Are you listening to your heart or are you living according to a preconceived idea of what your life was supposed to be like? Are you starving for experience? Or are you constantly trying to protect yourself from all the changes your heart is calling you to make? Take time to be silent. Hear what your body wants to tell you and then add what is missing. We need more than ever to revitalise. If we're feeling fat or tired, Tired and exhausted, if we have low energy or negative thinking, it's time to make a change. Spend time in nature. Sunlight, fresh air, fresh water, trees and mountains, grass or local parks, if you're like me and you live in a big city, local parks, flowers, window boxes, they all possess their own energy and we absorb it when we're in their presence. We may need to eat more live and vibrant foods. Our body, it craves light energy and that comes from the sun. Foods high in vitamin D are our best source of sunlight. The greener the food, the better. Salad, spinach, wheatgrass, foods that are chlorophyll rich, all will revitalise us. Vision without action is a daydream. Action without vision is a nightmare. So you've decided to keep going no matter what. Set your destination. You do not have to see the whole path ahead of you. It's like driving at night when you can only see a little bit of the road in the headlamps. You trust that the road will open up and that you will navigate each bend with ease until you reach your destination. So take one step forward. And trust that the next step will then be revealed. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. When we're faced with a daunting task, we're often feeling frightened or daunted. And when we experience that fear, we stop. So take your challenge one tiny step at a time. Focus on the next objective. Achieve that. And then focus on the next. So break it down into bite sized objectives. Ask yourself who in the world is best at this and then try and study those people. So whatever you're doing might be um, running a marathon or baking bread or wallpapering a wall. Ask who in the world is best at this and then try and study those people adopt a role model mindset. Study leadership, the great people of life. Read their biographies of leaders and warriors. As whether you like it or not, you are an example. So what of? What would your answers be if you sit down right now and ask yourself, what am I an example of? Are you a role model? Whatever you do, Passionately commit to doing it to the best of your ability. Ask yourself, how can I do this with excellence? Am I doing this well? But do take action because inaction is exhausting. So how do you get results? Results come from massive, relentless action. You have to love momentum. An object in motion stays in motion, so keep going and play for mastery not dabbling parent yourself be kind to the future you discipline is the route to change and remember you are only ever competing against the person you used to be nobody else you are the power plant you generate energy use your will and your energy to get better and better at what you do Ask yourself, are you acting or reacting? Don't be a reflection of the energy around you. Don't be around people who can't control their energy. Guard your time and don't let other people monopolize it. Don't allow negative people to steal your time and energy. Listen to music that reduces your stress Take back your power by limiting the amount of time you spend talking about or thinking about unpleasant people. Seek out positive people. They will rub off on you and brighten your spirits. Keep your mobile phone out of the bedroom and get a radio alarm clock instead. First thing in the morning, do something for you. Something that will build you up for the day. Don't lie in bed scrolling through your phone, reading emails. What are emails? Emails are just other people's priorities. Why would you want to answer to everybody else before you do something for yourself? Put yourself first each and every day and reclaim the day. Get up, have breakfast, walk the dog, meditate for 10 minutes, whatever your morning routine is. Do it for you first. Then turn on the computer. And also... Drop your expectations of expecting instant replies from other people. Just because we're at the other end of a phone, we don't always have time to respond. Just because you've seen that someone's read your WhatsApp message or your Facebook messenger message, it doesn't mean that they have time to respond to you in that moment. People are busy. They don't have time for you. It's not personal. If it's urgent, call them, speak to them, speak to them directly on a one to one. Like we used to in the good old days. I've got about 27 different ways of people getting hold of me at the moment. I've got five or six different email addresses. I've got WhatsApp, I've got Facebook, um, Instagram, etc., etc., etc. There's just so many different ways that people can get hold of me on the phone by text message. And years ago, if you didn't want to speak to someone, you just took the phone off the hook. That's all you had to do. There wasn't an answer message that the that, um, you know, if somebody phoned you on your landline and you left the phone off the hook, it didn't go to an answer phone machine. You just couldn't get through to that person. Oh, God be with the days when we could be left alone. If I wanted to uh, call my friend Catherine, I tell this story to my kids. If If I wanted to call my friend Catherine, she's my oldest friend in the world. I met her when I was seven. She lives in Ireland and I've always lived in England. And years ago, if I wanted to call her... Um, this was all through my 20s, I would write her a letter which would go by snail mail. It would be delivered to her mother's house. Her mother would give her the letter. And then I would say to her, I will telephone the phone box at the end of the road, where, she, where my friend Catherine lives. I'll phone you on Thursday at, let's say, 8pm. And then at Thursday at 8pm, I'd make a note in my diary and i telephone the phone box And then my friend Catherine would be waiting to pick up the phone. That's how we spoke to each other. It took a while to sort it out. And if it all went wrong, it all went wrong. And sometimes it did go wrong because other people were using the phone box. But just lower your expectations. Other people are busy. And lower your expectations for instantaneous responses. It's not fair. It's not fair on the people you're um, sort of hassling for a response, and it's not fair on you when it's you who is the person who's being hassled. Declutter, get rid of all those old photographs in your computer. Declutter your email inbox. Get rid of people on Facebook. Those people you've no idea how you became their friend. You've you haven't even hardly heard of them. Who are they? How did they become your friend? You've no idea. Declutter. Getting your environment in order frees up your mental capacity and allows your energy to flow. So wherever you spend a lot of time, it needs to feel good. It needs to feel wonderful and fabulous, fabulous to be in. And the more you love the space that you're in, the higher your energy will be. So make room for your goals to manifest. Write a list of all the rooms in your house, at the car and the garage, your purse, your wallet, your handbag. Put on music that you love, burn some incense and get rid of everything that no longer serves you. You could get some boxes, put everything in a room inside a box and take it out of the space. So you've got a completely empty room and then only put back the stuff in that room that makes your heart sing. That makes you happy to look at it. That makes you want to interact with it, read it, touch it smell it, look at it, love it. Everything else, just declutter. Detox from negativity and things that drain you. It might be people, might be the news, might be Facebook or social media, family or friends. Instead, spend your time with people who will lift you up and who believe in you and your dreams. As human beings, we are very sociable creatures. So find your tribe. Find that group of people who share similar visions and values to you. Redefine who your family is. We're not always born into the greatest of families. So redefine who is your family group. Who brings you the greatest joy? Who supports you through thick and thin? Who always wants the very best for you? Who calls you to see how you are? Who suggests meeting up? Who is your intellectual sparring partner? Who brings you courage and love? Redefine your family group. Difficult days. How do you get through them? A day that overwhelms when everything is going wrong and nothing is going right. First, know that this is perfectly normal and that it's okay you can't fire an arrow unless you pull back the bow. These days are just as important as the days when you get loads done. And the easiest way to get through these days is to go with them. If you need to have a sleep, have a sleep, have a bath, accept. Accept that you can't make progress today. It's really important to do nothing sometimes. And the failure for us to create space around us to think can cripple our ability to perform well and to succeed. So we must we just must create time and space for deeper contemplation, because if we're unendingly stimulated, it hampers our capacity for thought. It is really important for us to take time to do nothing because this helps us to create time for the conscious mind to take a mental break. And in turn, that will increase your productivity and it will replenish your attention and solidify your memories and encourage your creativity. It's only by looking out of the window that we can do the looking in. Leonardo da Vinci, he had a bed in his studio. And when his patrons accused him of wasting time, he said, if I don't do this, you don't get the work. If you have things that are playing on your mind, don't try and work them out in your conscious mind. It can be exhausting. Instead, take a bath, shine some shoes, wash some dishes, dust the house, clean out the hamster, enter a state of low cortical awareness. Your consciousness steps down a gear while you're doing a relatively menial task and that gives your um, your brain time for your subconscious to work on a problem. You have a phenomenal amount of energy inside of you and it's always available to draw from. Everything that happens inside us requires energy. So creating new thoughts or holding on to old ones requires us to expend energy when we're in love or we're excited about new ideas, we can be so filled with energy it's hard to contain it. Sometimes we feel so completely drained of energy, especially if we've been around negative people or situations that bring our mood down. We can block our own energy by closing our heart and mind, and when we hide in that darkness and pull ourselves into a little tiny space inside, That's when we can get into difficulties. Our energy can't flow that way. And that way we're allowing the outside world to influence our own energetic field. But we can train ourselves to look after our energy flow and to never leave our energy flow to chance. Be open to all situations. If you've had a difficult day, ask yourself, do you really want to cut off your own energy flow? Learn to stay open no matter what happens. Take the control back. Control your own energy flow. On the difficult days, say to yourself that you will not close off your energy. Relax into the situation. Let it take place and just be there with it. And you will have all the energy you need. Being grateful every day. Write down three things you're grateful for, perhaps a smile with your neighbor over the garden fence or the coolness of the breeze on your face as you walk your dog or the bitter taste of hot coffee in the early morning. If you write down things you're grateful for, it will keep your morale high and create positivity every day. No matter how depressed I've been in my lifetime, I've found there's always something teeny tiny, something small I can cling to, which is positive. Money. Making money doesn't take brains. Some of the biggest fools I know are the wealthiest. You need to spend money. Keep the flow going. Spend some save some spend your money on things that make you happy spend on things that make you feel good know that money is always on its way to you ignoring your money is like telling yourself it's not important that you don't want it of course you want it so get intimate with it check your bank balance every day know what bills are going out of your account every day know what income is coming in keep track of it all Keep track of every cent, every penny, but do it in a happy way. Put on music, burn some incense, burn a candle or essential oil. Enjoy it. Success is only 5% ability. Chance and getting a break are the most important. Oprah Winfrey said luck is a matter of preparation, meeting opportunity. Every day Keep an unwavering belief that your desires are a done deal. Focus your mindset. Begin to write down every day evidence that the world is working with you. Bullet point any evidence that you've manifested from the day before that shows that the world is working alongside you journal any new and unexpected money that comes in any new opportunities people you met who might help you towards your goals start noticing the world and how it is working with you and that will help good feelings to increase visualize your success whatever it is you want to achieve spend some time every day using visualization and see yourself as having achieved that goal Scientific evidence has shown that visualisation is a powerful tool for self-improvement. In studies, basketball players improved their free throw accuracy by 23% just from visualising the free throws. Engage all your senses. Make it as real an experience as possible. Feel it, sense it, smell it, watch it, taste it, breathe it, make it very three-dimensional, four-dimensional, live it, run it in your head over and over again and watch yourself in a state of effortless success. When we visualize something, we are priming ourselves to take action. We are telling our subconscious mind to figure out how to get the thing we are visualizing. And as a result, we feel a pull to obtain the object of our desire. Visualization triggers motivation. It mobilizes the unconscious mind to help you accomplish your goals and clarifies the direction you want to head in. All of humanity's greatest achievements started as an image in someone's mind. Aeroplanes, computers, cars, all were the products of visualisation. Give your mind the right instructions and there are very few things it cannot do. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and if you'd like to carry on the conversation, please write a post on our Psychic Matters podcast Facebook group page. I'd love to hear from you. If you'd like some practice with visualisation, head to my website, antheato.com, A-N-N-T-H-E-A-T-O dot com, as I have some audio tracks for sale, which you might find incredibly useful. And also a complete transcript of this episode can be found on the show notes under podcasts. It just remains for me to say a very big thank you to all of you for supporting my podcast this year. I started just 10 months ago and I'm absolutely thrilled to have achieved just over 11,000 downloads so far. I really appreciate your listening ears. And if you have enjoyed what I've produced this year for you as a gift back to me, I'd love it if you would leave a written review on either Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Written reviews help the podcast move up the podcast charts. And with your help, it's possible that Psychic Matters might reach number one in the charts in 2021. I'll certainly start visualizing that right away. Here is to a wonderful year ahead for all of us. My name is Anne Tejato, and thank you for listening to Psychic Matters.